Welcome to the Crossroads podcast. We're back after taking a couple of weeks off because nothing was coming out and still nothing is coming out except for the Academy Award nominations. So we're going to take a look at the freshly released Oscar nominations and register our surprise, reactions, thoughts, and what we have and haven't seen. time of recording these came out about 12 hours ago i looked at them already ryan has not so his reactions will be genuine mine are pre-recorded um so sit back and enjoy we will be taking a look at the 2022 oscar nominations for what do we say the big eight categories editing best picture best sound actor actress supporting actor supporting actress yeah, we, uh, we discussed off mic um, what's called the Big Five, which is actually six categories because there's two screenplay categories. But director, actor, actress, screenplay, and picture are, are called the Big Five. But I also care about editing and uh, cinematography and music. I'm, cur- I'm yeah, curious about the score as well. So those are my like important ones. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, I think looking at where I'm looking at, it's divided into subsections. But I'm going to start with like a very soft one for us and look at uh, uh, Best Original Song. These are the first times I've looked at any of these. So uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want to read them out loud or do you want me to read them? How do you? Yeah, I think um, I think we'll take turns. Like uh, I'll read these ones and then you can read the next one and we'll uh, we'll do that. Um, So going from top to bottom, uh, there are five. Uh, nominations for Best Original Song, Be Alive from King Richard by Dixon and Beyonce, Dos Agrutes from Encanto by Lin-Manuel Miranda, Down to Joy by Belfast by Van Morrison. I didn't know Van Morrison was still alive. Uh, No Time to Die from No Time to Die by Billie Eilish and her brother, I believe. And Somehow You Do from Four Good Days, a film I haven't even heard of. Uh, by Diane Warren. And two things surprise me about this. One, there's only one song from Encanto, and two, um, that it's not... Yeah, we don't talk Disney about Luna, really dropped the, the song ball that's been exploding with Encanto, because they thought the main character... I don't even know her name. I didn't watch it. They thought that she was going to be the big hit, but it turns out the side character, I don't know her name yeah. either, but she's like a big... Louisa, she's a big buff lady, and all the Louisa. little girls want to be like her. Yeah. And they really dropped the ball by making no merch yeah. for her. And we don't talk about Bruno blew up, mm-hmm. and they didn't submit that to the Oscars. So that makes me think they just kind of shoehorn this movie into everything. Yeah. Which is... I, I did watch Encanto, and I thought mm-hmm. it was quite good I not like Coco level Coco. but pretty good and I mean I think that's unfortunately going to happen because it's mm-hmm. largely about a Hispanic family uh, this okay. is Colombian I believe but not, and not Mexican but it's in a similar yeah. idea and the, the music is is the drawing point the animation is good but it's well, not yeah, you're like in it for Lin-Manuel as good Moran as we've ever favorite. seen mm-hmm. absolutely and I think it's good. I don't think personally that this is the best song from Encanto, 
but it's not a bad yeah. song. I just I'm not familiar with any of the rest of the songs. I just wanted to look at this one. Um, I um, kind of want to. Anyway, say, you want to move on to the next category? Um, what we think's gonna win? Because because if we're just talking about the the categories, okay, kinda, yeah. Bleh. But personally, I think Encanto's gonna win because yeah. Disney um, always wins this stuff. But personally, I want No Time to Die to yeah. win because I'm a James Bond fan, and it's the only song I know from the list. Yeah, um, I mean, I think Encanto is probably going to win just because mm-hmm. it's the only song nominated from the movie. And sometimes, if a if a, like a heavy musical piece has multiple songs nominated, it can actually yeah, and I'm sure counteract and something I'm else. I'm sure Disney by. shelled some money but out it's for the, it too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I'm not familiar with the, well, most of the rest of these. I haven't yeah. even heard of Four Good Days, but I think I might have to look into that now. Um, yeah, okay. my my vote is for uh, Encanto. For although music? I think it'd be cool if Belfast. Did you watch won. Belfast? Yeah, for uh, best. Yeah, I have I, not. I'm really before like, the Oscars. I might do that we should this definitely catch up on some before winners. we do it. But uh, yes, uh, yeah. Then um, Morrison still kicked the original strong. score. No did you say you wanted to well, do? All right. I'd rather do editing. Uh, do you want to do that? Uh, or do you want to do editing next? Best film editing nominees are Don't Look Up. Edited by Hank Corwin, Dune, edited by Joe Walker, King Richard, edited by Pamela Martin, The Power of the Dog, edited by Peter Scaberas, and Tick Tick Boom, edited by Myron Kirsten and Andrew Weisblum. Um, again, I've only seen one movie on this list, and that's Dune, and I thought that was edited pretty well. So I can't really compare it to anything, but I did hear the editing and Don't Look Up is real good, and... Um, it's, I don't know for sure, but if it's the same editor as Adam McKay's other film, um, the big short, the editing's probably fantastic. I'm looking him up right now. Um, Hank Corwin, who I'm not super familiar with, but he mm-hmm. looks like he's been in the, the game for a long time. Uh, he did edit the big short. He's also edited um, Ooh, for a lot Tree of other of people. Awesome. He edited the Tree of Life, for example, um, which it's a great movie. Um, looks like he didn't do a whole lot, and then he's been working a lot in the last couple of years. But he's yeah. been editing so films since Natural Born Killers. So, anywhere on par with the other films I've seen Hank Corwin yeah. edit, I think I'm going to throw the ticket in for him. Yeah, Um I think you're probably right in that regard. The The one that I'm kind of pulling for is Tick, Tick, Boom, because I love that movie. I think it's it it moves between two different time periods very uh, smoothly and very easily, and I think that is a lot to uh, in service of the editing. Uh, Dune, honestly, it's long and for me boring, as a movie at all. but it's very pretty. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to have to watch Power of the Dog soon because I've heard yeah, this gets the I most like nominations and so I haven't seen it yet. That's reason. Um, yeah, I made a I made a list of a bunch of my favorite movies from the year, and I'm ticking off uh, what gets nominated, and I'm sadly my, expecting a couple of, of them to go fully Two of my favorite films did not get nominated for <laughs> but, uh, anything. One of them was expected because. It's a stupid horror movie, but my favorite of the year did got nominated for literally nothing, and I'm very upset about that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. 
yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. We'll talk about snubs and what should and shouldn't have been nominated. Um, okay. I'd like to uh, look at best score now. I'm just full, uh, finding that on... There we go. Best original score. Uh, unfortunately, the website I'm using is divided up by categories, and it can be a little confusing because it's not in order that I expect. All right. Um, best uh, original score nominations. Don't Look Up by Nicholas Breitel. Dune by Hans Zimmer. And Canto by Germaine Franco. Parallel Mothers by Alberto Iglesias. And The Power of the Dog by Johnny Greenwood. I which is like Johnny Greenwood mainly from I think at this point. There Will Be Blood. Yeah. He's done a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah. I mean, he's. I, I like Radiohead. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Radiohead fan, so I'm and always. Hans sorry Zimmer to see always him wins. Get nominated. But, uh. Yeah. I mean, this, I don't remember the score at all in Dune. I, I was really looking forward. I was hoping that the last duel was going to get nominated for score. Uh, it has this beautiful medieval-inspired score, that's very, um, it's very interesting and percussive and very. Uh, that's a movie I was really excited the, for the when the trailers came but out. But it's not. And like, then the more I saw the trailer, I yeah. lost more and more interest, and I never ended up seeing it. Do, are you? bummed that it's not really nominated for anything i am I've, i only recently saw it a couple days ago but i thought it was very good and uh okay the score was probably my favorite part about it um jermaine franco i'm this is uh her first oscar nomination which is cool uh she's done not a ton lately she did um She's mostly really? been like a an editor. Okay, so that and, goes um, like a sound editor, basically. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and Kanto and has I a bunch like of other stuff coming up. Be nominated um, for everything, just because Disney likes to just throw their movies in. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, of the ones that are there, I think. I also think I'm mm-hmm. pulling for Don't Look Up just because I think it's a goofy movie and I kind of liked it. Even the only it movie I've seen in this problems. list is Dune, so I'm going to go with that. But based on the composers, I really want Johnny Greenwood to win. Yeah, I I think it would be awesome if Johnny Greenwood were to win. He may he win for There Will Be Blood? Once. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know for sure, and I'm looking that up right now. Um, he has only been nominated one other time, so he has not won previously. Um, but he has frequently worked yeah, with uh, the majority of his with films. Paul Anderson. I think you're right. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, moving on. Animated features like all Disney stuff, so we can except for yeah. yeah. I'm just going um, up this list. Do you want to do cinematography? All right, best cinematography. Yeah, Dune. With Greg Frazier, Nightmare Alley with Dan Larston. How do you say that? Laustein? Laustein? Uh, Nightmare Lousten? Alley by Dan Laustein. Not familiar with the man. The Power of the Dog with Ari Wegner. The Tragedy of Macbeth with Bruno Delbonel. And West Side Story by Giannis Kamansky. I hope I said that right. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, I would say Yanish only because that's okay. how they say it so in we'll, we'll go too. So um, <laughs> I think yeah. this is tough 
Because Tragedy of Macbeth had great cinematography, but a lot of that was due to set design. So I really want that to win set design. As far as yes. cinematography goes for the movies on this list that I've seen, I think I'm going to vote for Nightmare Alley. Yes, I think Nightmare Alley has phenomenal cinematography, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with the, the choice of color. Guillermo del Toro is a very yes. demanding director when it comes to cinematographers, and a number of his films have won cinematography because mm-hmm. of how demanding he is on that. But yes. just the use of color in that movie is brilliant. And that's a thing that the director mm-hmm. asks for. And it's for funny because he really wanted Nightmare Alley to be black and, and white, just, which is why yeah. they re-released it in black and white. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it would work very well in black and white, but the use of color and how that tells Agreed. its own like, story. I is really phenomenal. like the production design of that movie. And I'm not biased because it was filmed largely in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There are, there are buildings I, rec- I recognize from just being in, and it was very cool. I, I we mean, should I'm do that. I have for to watch week, Power honestly. of the Dog soon, and yeah. We should. Um, I because I'm mm-hmm. I have a bad feeling the harder they fall is going to get snubbed. And I think it's just a great, great movie, but it's another Netflix Western, I guess. Um, Alright, so next thing I want to look at is uh, original screenplay. On my list it's so directly it's above cinematography. Is in my little list of things here. Okay. Here we go. Original screenplay. Belfast by Kenneth Branagh. Don't Look Up, screenplay by Adam McKay, story by Adam McKay and David Sirota. King Richard, written by Zach Balin. Licorice Pizza, written by Paul Thomas Anderson. And The Worst Person in the World, written by Eskiel Vogt and Joachim Trier. I'm not sure if I pronounced either of those correctly the only one on this list I saw Um, was licorice pizza and as far as a screenplay standpoint I thought it was very good it feels very episodic but I don't think that's gonna win I've heard fantastic things about King Richard so I think I'm gonna vote for that I I have not unfortunately seen Belfast but I'm really excited to do Mm -hmm. so and that's been the kind of the talk uh, is that that's probably going to win Okay. And Kenneth Branagh's been on a huge streak lately. I don't even think I heard of Belfast. Um, okay. It's about, um, it's based on his childhood, where um, like he grew up in the Irish Troubles and had a very interesting and dynamic childhood, and uh, that's largely what it's about. Um, but it is in black and white, so I'm kind of curious why that wasn't nominated for Best Cinematography. We'll take but, that up uh, with the Academy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, The Worst Person in the World, which I'm now interested in as well. Um, The Chronicles of of Four Years in the Life of Julie, a young woman Mm -hmm. who navigates the troubled waters of her love Mm -hmm. life and struggles to find her career. Bless you. Leading her to take a realistic look at her I was going to say, it sounds sounds like a Snoresville. Based on that description, but... Yeah, but I can love... I think this also might be Swedish... So maybe that's why it's interesting is because it's... I uh, like Swedish films. Swedish? Oh, okay. Norwegian. It, the, it is in Norwegian. I'd give it a shot if it's so, watchable cool. around here, it's but I don't see any yeah. theaters playing it. Yeah. 
Um, you want to just add adapted screenplay onto this? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, <laughs> yeah, adapted, do do best, best adapted uh, screenplay. Adapted we got Coda, screenplay by Scion Header. Drive My Car, screenplay by Rizuki Hamaguchi and Takamasa Oi. I heard great things about Drive My Car. Um, Dune, screenplay by John Spy or Adapt. Sorry. Dune, screenplay by John Spites and Dennis Valenview and Eric Roth. The Lost Daughter, written by Maggie Gyllenhaal. And The Power of the Dog by Jane Campton. Campion. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I Mag- like Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh, Maggie I'll Gyllenhaal. have to check that out. I do too. Yeah. I think, I think that might right. be her first nomination. As far as... Um, I'm looking that up now. I mean, she's been... No, as far as writing goes, certainly. She has been uh, she nominated Crazy for Heart? Crazy Heart and Supporting Actress. Oh, okay. She did not write Crazy Heart. She was in Crazy Heart for a Supporting Actress. Yes, she was I always nominated liked her. For that. She, I mean, she's a great yes, actress. Just like Jake Jones. With a tremendous range. Yes. And um, this is her... Uh, her first... Writing credit, like her first uh, feature writing credit. She's I'm excited for television to see that. I've previously. always liked um, Maggie Gyllenhaal, but yeah. what I think it's gonna win, uh, yeah. I think it'll be Drive um, My Car. I haven't seen it yet, but I've hear nothing but phenomenal yeah. things. Yeah. Coda is um is something that I'm mm-hmm. like, it, like I have a sister who's deaf, so deaf uh, mm-hmm. you know. Deaf culture is important to me. Okay. And this is, uh, CODA stands for Child of Deaf Adults. It's a hearing child, and her parents are deaf. Yeah. And, uh, it's, you know, it's a normal family drama, but the daughter is, uh, is, is hearing and Have you deaf, seen and I it think yet? that's really cool. So I'm kind of pulling, uh, yeah. I, um, I haven't, I need to watch it again, maybe two or three more times. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very good. Uh, I'm guessing that Sion Hedder is Irish. Um, Was American of Irish descent, uh, but yeah, I'm really look, looking forward to this going. But I think that Dune or Drive My Car are probably going to win. Um, it is Japanese, yes. It's based on a Japanese, novel of the cool. same name. Awesome. So cool. Uh, on that note, I think we should also look at uh, international feature yes. film, which used to be called Best Foreign Language Film. But then they just started making American films in foreign languages yeah. to try to like win that uh, win that award too. Um, I think that, that changed around the time oh, no. of uh, Letters from Iwo Jima. But oh, Letters from Iwo Jima was yeah. an American production made by an American okay. crew and American um, actors. Best international. In Japanese, so you want to do this um, one? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Drive my car from Japan, directed by. Rasuki Hamaguchi, I'm assuming. Uh, Flea from Denmark, directed by Giannis Poer-Ramusen. The Hand of God from Italy, directed by Paolo Sorrentino. Luana, A Yak in the Classroom from Bhutan, <laughs> directed by Paolo Showing Dorji. And The Worst Person in the World from Norway, directed by Joachim Trier, as we previously discussed. I've only seen, I haven't seen any of these, but I'm pulling four of them. I also have not seen any of these, but I'm going to drive my car based on the buzz I hear about it. 
And it seems like that's just going to be a sure winner. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, that looks... I, just reading the description, I think it would be just I know kind of North the kind of movie that I would just really enjoy. So, uh, what's next? We got Best Supporting Actress, sure. Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten Dunst for Power of the Dog, and I have no idea how to pronounce this, An, Anhayu, Anhayu, An, Anjanu? That sounds right. I would say Anjanu. And Anjanu Ellis for King Richard. I'm voting for Kirsten Dunst because I've always liked Kirsten Dunst. Again, I haven't seen any of the movies on this list, yeah. but I know Judy Dench is always great. Jesse Buckley was great in, um, what was that movie we watched? I'm thinking of ending things. And I don't know. I always liked Kirsten Dunst yeah. since the Spider-Man days, so yeah. I'm voting for her. Yeah, and this is, I think, her first nomination... I think you're um, correct. To my not, I'm double check that. Uh, but she's been laying low for quite some time, and I think uh, it's just kind of been, you know, kind of simmering under for a while. And it looks like she's got a bunch of stuff going on right now. But yeah, I'm definitely, uh, you know, I still have not seen that movie, but um, I'm curious about Andre or Ariana Debose. She was in the original cast of Hamilton, I think, just in the chorus. But uh, you know. Yeah, I think West Side Story is a film that didn't need to be made, but yeah, you know, I think Spielberg's just the worst thing ever, phoning um, in everything now, unfortunately. But I know someone who worked on that movie. Yeah, uh, well, that's production awesome. assistant, maybe some minor set stuff. Yeah, very cool. Um. All right, so. I'm going to look at uh, actor in a supporting role now. Uh, Siren Hines as Pop in Belfast. Troy Kotsur as Frank Rossi in Coda. Jesse Plemons as George Burbank in The Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons as William Frowley in Being the Ricardos. And Jody Smith McPhee as Peter Gordon. I haven't seen any of these, but based on the list, I'm going J.K. Simmons because I also have always really loved J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Yes, uh, I've seen Being the Ricardos. Um, he is, while well, definitely not the reason to see it, the movie is fantastic, but he is certainly a reason to see it. Um, He's phenomenal. He gets some comedy in. He gets some serious moments. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. you kind of get a J.K. Simmons that's sort of phoning it in, even though him phoning it in is probably as good as some of the best people in the world trying their best. But you don't get that here. When, okay. it, when it feels like he's phoning it in, it's because I want to watch it just for him. In. He's phenomenal in it. <clears throat> yeah. He's not in a ton yeah. of it, but he obviously he uh, makes a huge right. impression. Best lead actress, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, mm -hmm. Nicole Kidman in Excuse me, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Again, I haven't seen any of these films, but based on the list, <laughs> I want to say Kristen Stewart. I think she's a great actress, apart from Twilight, and she's just been killing it, just like Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So, 
I'm gonna I'm voting for her. Or absolutely sorry. Or Jessica mm-hmm. Chastain. Yeah, I, I think, always liked her too. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've I have not seen all of uh, the eyes of Tammy mm-hmm. Faye. I found some of it to be really kind of creepy. Um, Andrew That's Garfield an is in that right? as well in a smaller role, yeah. but I believe so. Um, the one that I'm kind of pulling for is Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. because, again, being the Ricardos, I think just really hit me. It was a lot funnier and more approachable than I was expecting it to be. I thought it was going to be this dour, dark uh, drama, but it's actually quite funny. And while her makeup is a little distracting because they make her look a mm-hmm. little um, uncanny valley mm-hmm. to try to like get that that Lucy look, her performance is phenomenal. When she goes from comedy to drama to performing as Lucy on stage versus being the producer I'm backstage. It's a that. it's a powerhouse performance and Yeah. I, I saw I a trailer like like it more than you'd expect. Weeks ago. Um, I think they played it before Macbeth. And I thought it looked inter- it looked interesting. I believe you're right. Yeah, it, it was a lot better than I was expecting and I found That's it to on be Amazon, right? Just thoroughly delightful. Ugh, I don't want to support Bezos. It is. Um <laughs> I know, I know. <clears throat> uh, best actor, or actor in a leading role, um, Javier Bardem as Desi Arnaz in Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch as Phil Burbank in Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield as John in Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith as Richard Williams in King Richard, and Denzel Washington as Macbeth in the yes, tragedy. Yes, that's of Macbeth. a fantastic that's a very list. Good list. Even though I've only seen one of the films on the list, I've seen four of them. The only one I haven't yeah. seen is Power of the Dog. I like all seen. of these. Actors I haven't seen King Richard either. But. And who I want to win is Andrew Garfield because he's kind of the underdog, and I hear he's fantastic in Tick Tick Boom. Mm-hmm. But I think Cumberbatch he is going to really win for Power is. of Dog. Um, I agree with that. That's also my prediction. I really want Andrew Garfield to win because he is the reason to see Tick, Tick, Boom. He is absolutely fantastic in that film. He is in almost every scene. He's playing every different facet of John from, you know, performing in his own head to, like, you know, having a fight with his girlfriend to trying to get his work produced to being a waiter. I mean, a gamut of, of this this real person. Um, and he is just incredibly does all his own singing. He's dancing on stage. He's playing really piano. He's it. he's fantastic. He is the one I, I really want to uh, I want to win. But I have a feeling it's going to be Cumberbatch, who's been kind of building. Yeah, he's been nominated a couple times. Mo- momentum. I think Power of the Dog is going to tip the scales. Yeah, I think everyone on this list has been nominated before. Mm-hmm. Um, several of them have won for one thing or another. Um, I don't think Cumberbatch has won. I don't think Garfield or Smith have won. No, Javier he won Bardem for, uh, won for uh, No Country. There Will Be Blood, I believe. Or, sorry, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. And he's, this is a very different performance. He's much Javier's warmer. Awesome. He's much Everything I've seen friendly. him in, he's fantastic. Um, he, oh, he's so good. He looks nothing like Desi Arnaz, but he has the, okay. just the, the feeling down. I gotta back, move that so. to the top of my list. Yeah. yeah I mean... Yeah, yeah. Desi Arnaz was not a big man. Uh, he was kind of small and had kind of a big head. And Javier Bardem is a very large man, but mm-hmm. 
he he owns the feeling, the warmth, and the just the joy of life. And right, that's let's really move awesome. on to best director. Yes. Um, do you want to do so best, best director, director? We have yeah. Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campen for Power of the Dog. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I think Spielberg's kind of a shoe-in for this. Um, but I kind of want P.T. Anderson to win because I just like all his movies. I really enjoyed Licorice Pizza. But based on the buzz... I think I'm going to say Rizuki Hamaguchi. Yeah, it's um it's very cool to see a uh, you know, someone from outside the US get nominated. Well, that happened for with Parasite. Any of the major categories. And I think they're trying I mean, to keep it. Those are, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen again. Um mm-hmm. I mean I think Pig, was Parasite awesome. was really 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 good. Uh but um the buzz seems to be going for Jane Campion, which I'm totally mm-hmm. cool with. Uh, I mean, that'd be pretty awesome. Um, I think Licorice Pizza, the episodic bit of it, and some of the character choices mm-hmm. didn't work with me, but the film was very well directed. Um, I'm honestly a little disappointed that Tick, Tick, Boom is not in the shortlist, just because I think it was of above average yeah. directorial debut, even if it's not like amazing. But I'm also, you know, this is Kenneth Branagh's first directing nod probably since, like, the I 80s, feel like they put Spielberg in there just to and, put him um, in there. And they could have re- replaced him with... Um, yeah. It was Manuel Miranda who did Tick, Tick, Boom, correct? Yeah. So throw him in there. Throw um, yeah, he directed Tick, the Tick, guy who did th- Pig yeah. in there. Throw anyone in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last time that... Kenneth Branagh's been nominated for Best Director was in 1990 for a film from 89. So What movie? Um, okay. I kind of... Uh, that was Henry V. Um, that was... You know, he's... Um, he's an interesting guy. He's a writer, director, actor, producer. Mm-hmm. He's been nominated for all of those things. Um, I think it's the first time he's been nominated for a... Category he's been nominated for previously. This is his eighth oh, wow. nomination, and it's the first time he's ever repeated a category. Um, screen or best original screenplay, best picture, which I spoiled myself a little bit for. Uh, best director, best supporting actor, best writing or best adapted screenplay, best he's, short film. He's done it all. Uh, best actor in a leading role. Yeah, not yeah. not for all these different things. This, this is across his entire career. And then, yeah, Best Director is the first time he's ever repeated a category. So he's a very um, diverse uh, performer. Um, yeah, so picture. that takes us, I believe, Best Picture. Oh, for uh, Best Director. Oh, yeah, I said I wanted P.T. Anderson to win, directing? but I don't think that'll be it. Yeah. I think it'll be Hamaguchi. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of want Kenneth Branagh to win, but I think Hamaguchi might win. Um, do you want yeah, to just go back I and think... forth, like, since no, there's so many producers on each film, we should... Yeah. 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 We're just anyway, not going to list um, the producers. So, just best picture shortlist, we have Belfast, Don't Look Up, Coda, Dune, Drive My Licorice Car, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Yeah. 
It's which is a thoroughly predictable list. Um, except for I Coda. think Coda's this like is a one very wild safe list, one. and I think it's very safe with every category this yes. year. I am out of this list. Yeah, I think I want Del Toro to win, but I don't think he will. I think it's going to go to yeah. Drive My Car or no, they they probably won't give it to an international feature. They'll it'll be Power of the Dog. Yeah, it's going to be probably going to be Power of the Dog, which looked good for Netflix, but I honestly am a little annoyed with a, that just because I think that uh, The Harder They and, Fall was such a good movie, and that would have been a riskier move to nominate. I also don't think if that Netflix winning as many Oscars as they're predicting, I don't think that sets a good precedent for the future of film because every Netflix movie I watch, with the yes. exception of like one or two, is... Bad. Yeah, I'm like they're putting out yeah. more quality, where they greenlight so many things, and that's the. I mean, they've been they they released uh, Roma, which is one best. Um, and they also did for best international Story, film a couple which of years ago. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they do put it's out like some one a year some good stuff. You gotta while, dig for that through their like thirty yeah. crap films. Yeah, and don't look up, which I honestly don't think yeah. was uh, best picture worthy. Like if the cast, I was didn't see great, it, but the movie is a mess. Yes, Netflix put like, out Heart better of the Fall things was than fantastic. this year. Personally, the Fear Street trilogy was better than yeah. friggin' half these movies on here. But I'm just biased. <laughs> no, not no, at all. Didn't have a, but I'm just a snowball's biased. chance in hell. Um, <clears throat> all right. Yeah. So you there's said you one to talk snub about, in uh, particular that I'm really irked about because I think it's a really good film for more than like film reasons, and that film is Pig. Who directed Pig? Um, give me one. Nicholas Cage and Alex Wolf. I think this movie should have been nominated because, A, it's a fantastic film. It's a great play on the revenge movies such as John Wick. But this is also, like, a crescendo for Nicolas Cage. He spent the last 10 to 12 years sort of as a joke. And he's finally worked his way up out of that stance to deliver one of the best performances I've ever seen in Pig. And he didn't even get nominated for it. And I think... Even a nom would have done amazing things for his his career. Yeah, like I have not seen. Mm-hmm. I've only seen uh, like short scenes from that, but I am going to actually watch that movie, which I don't normally watch too many um, Nick Cage movies because they've all been like <laughs> Drive Angry stuff, like Drive Hard, yeah. that I just don't have a ton of interest in. You're thinking of yeah, Get Drive Hard or something else with I think. Uh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, no, this pig is an actual film, for lack of a better term. It's a fantastic, emotionally driven drama. Yeah. And it has all the bells and whistles yeah. of a Oscar-nominated Best Picture. And instead, they nominated freaking West Side Story. Like, Yeah, which honestly, like, that was a bizarre choice for a lot of the things it was nominated for. I don't really understand. Um I haven't seen yeah. The Power of the Dog. I guess I'm going to have to now. Uh, 
but I have a little bit of resentment towards it, if I'm being honest, because I think the harder I, the fall is so Honestly, I know nothing good. about Power of the Dog. I know it's a Western with Cumberbatch, but other than that, I know nothing. And yeah. Harder They Fall is a fantastic Western, as you and I both talked about in our review a few weeks back. Yeah. I don't like Westerns. I think they're kind of boring, and I absolutely loved Harder They Fall. It's very stylish. It's fast-paced. It's well-written. Great characters. Great cast. And, like, it's going to be hard to top that with Benedict Cumberbatch and, yeah. who is it, Kristen Stewart? Kirsten Dunst. So it's, it's going to be um, hard to top that. Kirsten me. Dunst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I agree with, you know, all of that. I think the thing that disappoints me the most was that, mm-hmm. like, the last duel, in addition to The Heart of the Fall, which I'm just kind of heartbroken over, the last duel didn't get nominated for score, and I think the score of last duel is phenomenal. I think the, the score the for the Hardly Falls that awesome. was a Fox yeah, production before Disney bought Fox, and then Disney bought Fox, yeah. and I think they kind of sank that movie on purpose because of the subject matter. They they did that for a number of films. Uh, as part of the merger, they were required to mm-hmm. release certain films theatrically, and they just kind of quietly released a bunch of yeah. ones that they like didn't care about. And it's just such a such a shame because I think the the movie is quite good, and I think um, while uh, while Ridley Scott's kind of freak out about it was not okay, I think his un, like. His yeah. defensiveness of his film is totally justified because yeah. and I haven't seen it, but I really wanted to, and it looked like it was extremely well made. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. It, uh, I think um, there are some issues on the screenplay level, but or not not on the performance level. Rather, I think um, uh, Ben Affleck is kind of a weird choice, but he also wrote a significant portion of the film. Um, but it also has one of the best endings I've seen for a character. And I was really just liked after all the things that happened, how it turned out. So even though the movie is very yeah. long, it's, it's like three hours. And and, I think every but, movie's two and a half. Hours uh, I really now. enjoyed it. Yeah. I think the score but, is phenomenal. Um, I want to segue from <laughs> yes. your Ben Affleck thing into something Ben Affleck was nominated for. Mm-hmm. And that is worst supporting actor. Mm hmm. With the Razzies, um, <laughs> yes. So we just we we discuss yes. this. We just want to take a little couple minutes and discuss the Razzies because they're doing something new this year, which we'll talk about. But I think <laughs> yes. um, I actually <laughs> yes. prefer the Razzies to the Oscars now. Um, let's just go down the worst supporting actor list. We got Ben Affleck with the Last Duel, Nick Cannon with the Misfits, Mel Gibson for Dangerous. Gareth Keegan as James Hewitt, the muscle-bound horse trainer in Diana the Musical, and Jared Leto in House of Gucci. So, Jared Leto in House of Gucci was one of the only things I liked about that movie. (laughs) So, I'm going to vote for Jared Leto. Um, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the uh, the list of nominations here, um, mm-hmm. just because I haven't. Uh, I, I I was aware of some of them, but um, but this list just going down this list uh, makes me. This list is is so funny. Okay, uh, worst um, worst supporting actress. 
I hate Amy Adams for Dear Evan Hansen. I hope she loses. Good, because movie fucking blows. Um, <laughs> uh, Sophie Cookson from Infinite, which I haven't seen. Aaron Davis from Diana the Musical. Judy Kay as both Queen Elizabeth and Barbara Cartland as Diana the Musical. And Taryn Manning, every one of them. Something I find interesting about the Razzies that the Oscars don't do is that Best actor and best actress are dependent on the character, not the performer. So mm-hmm. in that one way, they're a little bit more um, also, progressive than the Oscars. Um, sorry, off topic, but uh, that just reminded me that I think it was in 2008 yeah. for, um, who was the actress? Um, not Susan Sarandon. Um, she was in The Blind Side. Sandra Bullock. She won Best Actress for The Sandra Blind Bullock. Side and Worst Actress for some other shitty rom-com she put out that same year. And she accepted both awards. <laughs> yes. And I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you know, take your... Like, mm-hmm. someone like her who makes a lot of money doing not great movies, you know, can certainly act in a show this multiple uh, times. Oh, Amy Adams uh, is nominated yeah. twice for Worst Actress in The Woman in the Window. <laughs> yes. Um, Jenna DeWall yes. in Diana the mm-hmm. Musical. Megan Fox for Midnight in the Switchgrass. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Taryn Manning for Karen, which is a new horror film I want to see. I heard it's awful. And Ruby Rose for Vanquish. I forgot she was an actress. Yeah, she hasn't uh, been doing as much. Yeah, um, she, she did season one of, in uh, Batwoman, which I think was the weirder star. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, worst actor, Scott Eastwood from Dangerous, which I haven't seen. Roe Harm- Hart-Tromph as Prince Charlie Man in the Musical. Oh LeBron God. James, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Ben Platt, Dear Evan Hansen. Thank fucking Christ, he got nominated for that. And uh, Mark Wahlberg from Infinite. Now, Dear Evan Hansen is a mm-hmm. touchy subject for me because I never liked the musical to begin with. The movie, so I haven't seen it, but it's supposed to be movie. a shit show. Um, Oh god! And Space Jam: it's a New Legacy. Show and a half. I like bad movies, and that movie is bad. Like it's nearly two and a half <laughs> hours of just Warner Bros. properties just talking to each other, and then they play basketball. Yeah, it's awful. It's not a good band. It's a bad band. <laughs> yes. Um. So worst picture, yeah. we got Diana the Musical, the Netflix version. Infinite, Karen, Space Jam 2, and Woman in the Window. And I kind of want Woman in the Window to lose just because I hate Amy Adams, but I also kind of want Space Jam to lose. Yes. But I think the reason why we're both well, yeah. here talking about for this, this year is only. a new category for um, this year. Do you want to handle this or should yes. I? I, right. I think we should both handle this because I'm so excited about this. Worst performance in a Bruce by a Bruce Willis category. in a 2001 and, movie. All right, all the nominations are Bruce Willis, and the films are American Siege, mm-hmm. Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, and Survive the Game. I haven't seen any of those, and they're they, all like, all of them just sound by like the same awful. guy. Like it, it's, they produced and directed a series of sci-fi films over the last year, and 
Bruce Willis must have owed somebody some money or something. Because he signed on a contract. He did all of them. <laughs> and I know two people who watched two of these. Um, my buddy watched Cosmic Sin. He said it was one of the worst movies he's ever seen. And he loves bad action movies. And my other friend saw Apex. And he said it was horrible. And he also loves bad sci-fi movies. But a fun fact, specifically with Apex, I don't know about the others, but they, Bruce Willis was only on set for like a day. And the majority of the scenes with him is just his face CGI'd over his stuntman. Oh, God. That, I mean, that's not like... That has yeah, happened and once not before, but in a much for, better movie. Uh, all entire film. Yes. Yes, uh, that did happen for a couple of shots in Planet Terror. When um, they CGI'd Bruce Willis's mm-hmm. face onto his heavily made-up stuntman. Because he was only on set for two days and they didn't have enough time yeah. to put him in a full-body awesome. heavy makeup job for one or two shots. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> But, uh, oh, God, <laughs> that's awful. Oh, my God. So I'm looking, I looked up Karen, and the first uh, bit of, um, of trivia on IMDb is, mm-hmm. this is the fourth movie to be based on a meme. The first three being Safety Not Guaranteed, Smiley, yeah. and Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. And of those, mm-hmm. Safety Not Guaranteed is actually a pretty good movie because they took the joke yeah. and made it do it like a legitimate idea. Um, just something fuck. else that caught my mind. Um, just one specific nomination for worst screen couple mm-hmm. is Jared Leto and either his 17-pound latex face, his geeky clothes, or his ridiculous accent for House of Gucci. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to have more fun watching the Razzies yes. this year. Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Worst screen couple is often a joke like that. Uh, LeBron James and any Warner cartoon character he dribbles on <laughs> or uh, Ben Platt and any other character who acts like Platt singing 24-7 is normal I did not like your Evan Hansen <laughs> but I, I did not jump on the bandwagon yeah. I've been on the bandwagon since 2006 or 2016 yeah, so rather. Um, anyway the Razzies um, are always fun I never fun like got too into them until recently I was always kind of a movie snob believe it or not where up until probably five years ago I was only like dramas and whatnot, like award winners but they're all the same yeah. so I started seeking my cinema elsewhere and that took me to really stupid old B-movies that are just full of really dumb concepts <laughs> that I love to watch. So the Razzies gets, yeah. has those shine, and I'm excited for all these movies to lose yeah. one way or another. And uh, until then, thank you for listening to this extra long episode where we just kind of rant about stuff. And thank you for joining us at the Crossroads.